All right, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. What's your read after four weeks in the NFL? I mean, hey, Bo, it's always like this. Same old, same old, crazy. Some teams playing well, some not. Or is there like a a trend or something that's jumping out at you analytically that says, oh, this is happening this year, and this is interesting, and we're we're following this, Steve. So I think I thought last year at this time at the NFL, there were it was more surprising because I think the NFL did. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but it seemed like last year they scheduled the bad teams to play each other early, and the good teams to play each other early. So I remember last year around week four, it felt like the entire league was two and two, and you had some really good teams who were two and two because they had a, a tougher schedule, and you had some bad teams that were two and two because they had an easier schedule. I don't, I don't think we're, we're we're getting that as much this year. It feels like it's more true. Um, last year, we also saw the Giants and Vikings as two teams that completely overachieved by every metric. Right? You never watched the Giants last year and said, "Yeah, of course they're a ten-win team," and the Vikings won all their one-score games and you know pulled them out. But you were thinking, "This can't sustain." And now this year it's not sustaining. You know, the Giants were a bit of a, I don't want to say fraud, but they were, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? They they overachieved. Like, it, the worst thing that happened to them is probably overachieving in year one of a rebuild. If they won four games, they'd say, of course they they, they won four games. You know, they, Joe Shane and Brian Dayball are just co- coming in here, rebuilding this thing. So that's one thing that stood out. I also think it's intriguing, you know, the Rams again. Um, and then you throw the Vikings in there. There are a couple teams that just, or kind of like old school NFL. Remember you'd see like teams that would get rid of veterans and then bring in young guys. And it felt really uncomfortable because you're like, man, all these big name players left, but sometimes it would work because the NFL, uh, you know, guys get old and they stop playing well and young players, you know, it's a young man's game and all that fun stuff. And the Rams have done it and had some success and the Vikings haven't had that success just yet, but there are some teams that are losing all these veterans and, you know, still staying competitive, I guess is one of the things that stood out to me because that's fun and intriguing because it's not all, all about the big names at non-quarterback in the NFL. A lot of times it's given the young guys a chance and we're seeing some of the teams around the NFL trying that. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay. Uh how how can Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider on the show, how concerned 
should Saints fans be with their offense? I'm I'm starting to get concerned, and I was I try not to overreact to things, but a week ago I was I was optimistic. I thought Jameis was going to start, and I I still really love their pass catchers. You know, I think there's so much potential there, but whether it's just Carr playing hurt last week, uh, but either way, Carr's playing even below his standard. And I guess my concern would be Derek Carr last year posted the lowest PFF grade of his career since his rookie season. So since 2014, last year was his worst performance. And you could explain it away as Josh McDaniels, new system, whatever you want to call it. But I thought he would bounce back this year and look a lot more like the you know, QB that he was the rest of his Raiders years, which isn't great, but, you know, an upper mid-tier quarterback. And if he's not going to be that guy, that would be a big concern because that was the, the investment for the Saints. And I thought that Carr would be in the situation where he had a Chris Olave as a one and Shahid and Thomas and Juwan Johnson, all those guys. I love rattling them off because they're good. They're really good. Um, so I'm a little concerned about Carr. I know he's hurt and was hurt last week, but that's a bit of a concern. And, you know, the, the defense, as I said, for the Saints, they're always capable. Like, they have those games where they just shut down opposing offenses. You just never know when they're going to show up. That's, you know, six or seven times a year maybe they play that shutdown defense. If they're not doing that, they're not a very good team right now. So they got to figure it out offensively. And uh, it starts with Carr. Whether he's hurt or not, they got to figure out a way to get the ball down the field more effectively because they have playmakers to do it. And Tampa Bay, so when, when you're thinking about Saints fans and – you know, they landed Derek Carr in the offseason. You just mentioned they still have enough juice on defense and these playmakers at wide receiver. Um, and the schedule that they pulled, I know it's early, but they're 2-2, two and two, and Baker and the Buccaneers are playing pretty good. Are they really playing good, or is there something there that it's fool's goal as far as Tampa Bay and, and, and Baker? I, I I never know with Baker Mayfield, you know, because he hasn't played this well in four years. So yeah, I'm I'm cautious. I'm cautiously optimistic with Baker Mayfield, you know, as as maybe I should have been my, the entire time. But I'll say this, you know, the Bucks and you know, last year I thought Byron Leftwich as offensive coordinator, the offense became pretty stale, and Dave Canales comes in and he's done a great job. Just just simple stuff, play action getting their playmakers in one-on-one, scheming up some open throws. And then Mayfield has a little bit of that old, you know, that it factor that I did like, which was like, hey, it's third and five. I'm going to grit it out for a six-yard game. You know, I'm gonna, he's running for a few extra first downs. His pocket presence is far better than I've seen in about seven years. And so there are some little things that are encouraging, I think, for, you know, if you're a Bucks fan, which of which not many people are who I'm talking to, but – that's what's happening with the Bucs. And then on top of that, Todd Bowles is a good defensive coach, and they have a good defense. So they're playing tough defense, and the offense is better than expected. They still have Mike Evans. They still have Chris Godwin, and they're getting those guys the ball. So, um, yeah, I've been impressed with the Bucs so far. I think the schedule hasn't been all that difficult. So there's, you know, they got they got waxed pretty pretty good by the Eagles, and I think that was telling. But last week was a big game, obviously. The Bucs don't always play well in the Dome, and they did. And so, yeah, I think they're better than I expected as they head into their bye at 3-1. and one. Wow. Okay, is are they the surprise of the NFL? I think they're one of them. I, but I think that's again the the nature of the NFL is the Bucks. Like all the N- NFC South teams have the easiest schedules in the NFL, and I know the Saints aren't necessarily taking advantage of it, but the Bucks are. Um, Falcons might not be taking advantage of it yet, but I think that's going to make the South teams look a little bit better as the season goes on. So. 
Yeah, the Bucks. I think they're one of the surprises, but again, I think they've, you know, fine line between being three and one and two and two so far. So I'm not ready to crown them, but yeah, the Bucks are, you know, again, overachieving at three and one, I'd say. Okay. 